Hey, everybody, and welcome to our seventh episode of Speaking of Stadia. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron, and as always with me is my favorite John Krasinski on the internet, too tall porter himself, Jacob. Jacob, how are you, man? I am good. I'm actually really excited for the game gang's uh, shipment this week. I'm going to become a real, real YouTuber, a real uh, streamer. I'm getting a boom mic. A bo- oh, boom for my mic. And I'm really pumped about it. So, be, nice. Be pr- Are you going to be streaming games too or mostly for I, the podcast? I may, honestly, for the podcast for now, I do want to start streaming or try to maybe do some stuff for our YouTubes. Maybe jump in and play some games and put nice. on the YouTubes. But mainly, awesome. my desk is really messy. I need to get clean. So, it's just an one less thing sitting on my desk. This is Yeti's freaking massive and takes up so much space. So, that's awesome. But, I was yeah. just looking at one of those clamps earlier this week. Uh, somebody had asked Kevin which one they were using on kind of funny, I think. And that's when I was like, Oh, I should look into one of those. So that's really funny that you're getting one of those. Yeah. I want to get this just so I can like, also like this keeps out of the way. I can keep it over my like work laptop and kind of just get by. Nice. So, so yeah. Sweet. Well, uh, tell me what have you been playing? Anything fun this uh, last week and a half or so? I've not played as much as I'd like to. I'll say that much. I'll, that's fair. Front. Um, I did jump into ESO. I made my character. Oh, nice. I was, yeah, I'm about two plus hours in, probably two to three hours in, just kind of wandering around. I did the tutorial, and I've done a, at least one other quest. Um, it, it kind of just jumps, like throws you in there, and like, hey, just have at it. There's really no, like, it doesn't seem like it's, it's almost like when you jump into Destiny now. Right? Like, you don't, like, okay, there's a bunch of stuff to do, and there's nothing showing me what to do besides, like, these new light missions in Destiny that kind of just, direct you to different planets but they don't direct you to the story so i don't know if i'm missing something maybe i, I could be so i gotta go back and look at it and actually really give it a shot but it plays a lot like it plays a lot I mean like, a lot like skyrim it feels the same yeah. feel of skyrim um looks about the same at this point because it came out a little bit after that and kind of looks about the same graphics wise i feel like the customization options in the beginning maybe it's just because on the dlc but it's kind of limited um okay yeah, that could just be a base game thing i was like i thought there'd be more options i feel like there's like four or five class like races you could choose from and uh you th- the three different alliances i guess or whatever they call them allegiances like they're i forget even what i chose there's no rule they just i don't know what what they benefit they just said what they like, stand for so but then i thought the, the character creator is a little more robust but like just i feel like there was, wasn't as many options as like playing Skyrim, there's a huge list of races you can choose from. Right, this is right. like four or five, like I said. So. Weird. That's really interesting. Um, I'm excited to jump into ESO just because I am. Uh, I like Elder Scrolls and I like MMOs, so seems like a good fit. I just haven't totally had the time. I mean, you've been distracted by something else. Let's be honest. Yeah. Truth <laughs> be told, I've been playing a lot of Last of Us Two. Uh, I think I have anywhere between like four to six hours left in that game, and it's quite a bit bigger. Um, obviously, this isn't a PlayStation podcast, so I won't take up too much time on it, but that has definitely taken my attention. Yeah, I heard that's so. about 20 plus hours ish. Like, from my, uh, I've seen a few people post about it. Is that- yeah, I, I see a lot of posts that say anywhere from like 25 to 30 yeah. seems to be your average. Um, be- and I'm on. It is. Yeah. I'm about 19 and a half in right now. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's really good. My initial impressions, um, are that it's fantastic plays. Well, it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, I do think it's too big. 
Really? The Last of Us is my my goat. It's my all time favorite game. See, God, that was um, mine until God of War came around, and then that fair, just, uh, which is also incredible. I mean, I can't argue yeah. that fact at all. Um, but the thing about The Last of Us is it's such a tight, well told experience, and when this one gets a little big. I feel like it actually takes away from like the intimacy of what Naughty Dog does really well. And that's telling you such a fantastic story. So I do think that hurts it a little bit. I don't think it's going to surpass last of us as my favorite game. Um, but I think it'll probably land somewhere in the top five, unless the last five hours just ruins me for some reason. Which, From what I've heard from everyone, it seems like, no, it doesn't. So yeah. So like, again, I haven't really been following it because I don't want to be spoiled. I haven't started playing right. it yet, but it just seems like everyone's like just loving that game. So I don't think yeah, it's going to, Really I think good. if anything, the last five hours may make it better. For all right, for all <laughs> exactly. So uh, I hope to wrap that up this week and then play more Stadia. But did you play uh, anything, else, anything on Stadia at all this week, or or no? Yes, that, oh, today. I, I, yeah, today. Yeah. Um, which leads into our very first story. Before we today. Well, you oh, say sorry. that, say I that. I'm just gonna say I did play a little bit more. No, it's fine. Um, I I did uh, play a little more guilt with my wife. Uh, she oh, nice. is not. I think I'm going to play the rest of that game because she was having just, she's not good with video games. She's not a big gamer. Um, doesn't really get the two stick controls very well. And ah. she gets startled. Something starts chasing her and then she's looking straight down and it's like, that's not <laughs> helping at all. That's not, that's not good. So yeah, she, she had uh, a rough time with that. And I played a few things here and there. Um, I'm not sure if I, I maybe said this before I started zombie on before I played a little bit of that. I ended up deleting my save by accident in Steamroll Dig 2, which was really fun. Because the touch controls are really... They need need to move that thing, the the face buttons up to the left. It's just too far in the corner. I thought I was hitting A. I currently hit X a few too many times and deleted my save. So that I'm probably not going to go back to, but I did enjoy my time with that. I did actually play a bit more of that. I'll play that exclusively with touch controls after my first time with it. And that was... Played fine exclusively. I was, I mean, I played my first wow. like a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. I got my like, my first ability with the regular controls, and then I never went back to it. I'm like, oh, this seems like a good game to go in and play with touch controls, and and uh, I, I may try like heist. I'm thinking about trying Steamroll Heist. Uh, okay. And I think I did. I I know I talked about it a little bit. I played a little bit more Metro, but not much more. Um, so how much more? Because you had like I literally mean, just started it, right? Yeah, I probably got another hour, maybe a little bit more than an hour in. How is the shooting? Like as a first person shooter, does it hold up with the rest of them? I mean, I mean, it feels fine, honestly. Okay. So I mean, I mean, it's very ammo scarcely so far, so it's it's hard to really shoot a lot. But yeah, it's. Um, I did get to a uh, part where I'm, yeah, with the tr- I'm like on the train or getting about to get onto the train. Uh, are close to that and there's a lot of firefights there so it felt felt fine in in those moments so uh, and actually and we'll talk more about metro in a little bit too the the series itself nice. uh and the last thing i i tried a game that is a stadia game but not on stadia oh. i jumped just to see how it ran on it on this but i jumped into geforce now because i found out that they do actually support you play that i didn't realize bef- before because I tried getting Epic Game Store to work on that service, and it's so freaking cumbersome to try to link your accounts. And I'm used to like other accounts where you just go to your, your user account, your user settings, and you can link different accounts. Then you can just find yeah, you link. The, it's done. Um, but because games exist on multiple services, there's some issues. But they actually added a separate, um, separate item essentially in the store in their like store, if you will. 
to or library to one for Uplay, one for Steam for like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So I had Assassin's Creed Odyssey for free on on Uplay from the Project Steam beta. So I'm like, I don't the game the the deluxe edition's on sale right now. I don't really want to spend the money. I don't need the deluxe edition. I already own the game technically. Let's at least try another service. And hey, I'm at least testing another another streaming thing because this is overall I mean a Stadia podcast, but we're still talking about streaming game streaming right. as well. And I just kind of ran around a little bit. I didn't really do too much in it. I didn't have time. Uh, but it ran, actually ran surprisingly well. Uh, huh. The setup is a pain, though. Because um, Ubisoft has, I have two-step verification on for Uplay. Sure. So every single time I log in, because it's a different rig probably, it recognizes it's a different device. I can't just say, uh, remember this device. Because every single time it's probably a different device, so I had to log in two step authenticate every single time. I, I logged in like two times, and it had to um, authenticate both times. Um, this it's not quick to start games. It takes forever to actually get into the game. Plus, waiting for rig because I'm only playing for the free. I'm only doing the free. I'm not paying for the service. So, uh, but other than that, the game actually ran with low, pretty low latency overall. Looks fine. Um, I'm not sure what it was out putting out 720 or not, but mm. but I'll probably try a little bit more. Um, I do want to get back to that game, so I kind of just was trying to figure out, like running around trying to figure out where I was in the game, right. honestly. So, huh? But yeah, that was it. That was nice. that was my week. Honestly, most of those games were just a few hours, like not even sure. a full hour on any of those other those little games there. But nice. But yeah, yeah. So I jumped into um, Wave Break, which takes us to our first uh news source of the day mm-hmm. um we have dates and reveals for wave break and Krata, um which Krata also came with pricing which is awesome yeah. um but wave break is a 30 dollar game frustratingly fun it is 30 i use my 10 dollar credit that google gave me so i paid 20 for it um it's fun i like it I can see that there's a fairly steep learning curve so i'm excited to play more i mean i played literally 50 ish minutes today so yeah not a ton of time with it um it's very much set up like tony hawk in terms of like each level you have a bunch of tasks to do such as you know collect all the letters collect the collectibles get so many high scores um knowing that it was a lot like tony hawk some of the controls ended up feeling fairly natural to me um grinding is really hard i thought the balancing was uh pretty difficult it gives you a tip to just do minor stick movements um, and when I tried that, I was able to grind a little bit further and do a little bit more, but it's still, still when, when you say a tip, spike. when you say a tip, like what did it pop up? Like, like when you first did your first grind or was it one of those things in the menu where it tells you like tips menu in between each round? Cause, um, even in campaign mode, it's two minute runs and you get as many challenges as yeah, you can. Yeah. Similar to 20 arc. Yep, exactly. So I've been watching, I've been watching minutes, a lot of people play it today. So yeah, you get those loading screens in between every single run, okay. and each one has a different tip for you. Um, and that was the one that definitely caught my eye. That it was kind of interesting that they said just use kind of tweak movements versus big movements, um, and that seemed to help me out a little bit. Um, I don't know if there's a way to like get more speed yet to get more air. That's probably been my biggest frustration with it. Is I feel like I can't pull off a lot. I think I saw in the custom in the customization I've seen because again I've watched the game videos falling uh, rolling up to the launch uh, from the developers Funktronic, and they did a uh, a stream today and I saw some more stuff as well with that. Um, 
but the the thing I saw was yeah, there is a, a speed meter you can level up. There's there all there's okay. like t- probably ten or so uh, plus or minus two probably um, stats you can upgrade as you play through the campaign. Nice. Okay. So I'm not sure if you've gotten some money, you can probably go level some stuff up at this point. I've completed a single challenge because it's that hard. Yeah. Um, but I I'm still enjoying it, and it's one of those games that I think as I get better, I will enjoy it more. I'm a pretty big um, Tony Hawk fan, and it was also one of the only games I could just like crush my older brother in. Like I was oh, I said, good at Tony oh, Hawk. My again, I'm we're similar. Uh, I'm not sure your age difference between you and your brother. My brother is about seven years older than me, so he's about your age. <laughs> and he used to. I mean, I'm he's not really a gamer at all anymore. He plays always plays sports games, but Tony Hawk was the one. I guess like kind of in between game you play. You play like 007 games. Sure. With me, but we. Um, I would always beat the hell out of him, Tony Hawk, and he gets so frustrated because yeah. I'm his seven year old younger younger little brother beating him, Tony Hawk. Because I would just grind like no no one's business and just destroy him with it. So yeah, me and Tyler are Tyler. about three years apart, but yeah. and he's he's always crushed me at Madden and all those games and Halo and all that stuff growing up. But yeah, he just couldn't touch me at Tony Hawk, and so that's probably why I'm actually a little more frustrated with Wave Break, which isn't their fault at all. Like, I just wanted to be good at it right away because I thought I would have that like nostalgia kind of click in with the Tony Hawk style. But um, it's cool. The gun stuff is really fun. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm digging it. So I'll I'll give you guys uh, more thoughts as I kind of put more time into it. But um, you know, me and you talked about the refund process pre-show and it's not one that like has frustrated me enough that i see myself turning back good. in or that's anything, good so. good to see good to hear um, um the one yeah. um the few things i've heard again this is just me from watching videos today because i was working and, and i obviously couldn't play but i jumped on a few watched a few streams watched a sound of similarly named sound of stadia stream and I was talking with them a little bit in the chat and a few things but the one the one complaint i heard from a lot of people was there's no move list Yes. And I remember you said as well, like you were saying you're having it was a little big steep learning curve. Do you think that would have or that would have helped the learning curve a little bit if they even had that built into the game? Yes, I think that and a tutorial would make a world of difference. Because there's also no tutorial. To the point that I jumped into the campaign thinking maybe it would teach me as I went. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I missed it. And so I actually paused. I went all the way back to the main menu to go select a tutorial and there's just not one. Um, So they just kind of want you to figure it out and just go for it, uh, which is fine ish, but I don't feel like it clicks quite as quick as maybe they were hoping for. And that's Mm. why they didn't include it. Um, So maybe that'll be an update. That would be cool. Give us a move list, patch in some type of like little tutorial at the beginning, even just the basics of like, Here's how you move, jump, grind, all that stuff. Like it took me a second to figure out how to go forward. Yeah, that was the thing. It's not like I think Tony Hawk was X or, or a PlayStation guy X, but uh, or cross whatever you choose to, to call it. <laughs> X. It's X. Uh, it's yeah. It's always X for me. I was, I'm also weird <laughs> to say square instead of instead of box. I don't know why I always said square. Uh, no, I said box instead oh. of square. I think I, I said oh, I always said the opposite. People said say box. really. I, th- I, I was always a box person. I think I always said box too. And I always thought that was weird because it's telling a square. Anywho, um, uh, yeah, it's R2, I think, right? Which is like, it's, mm-hmm. it's and the, what the, their main streamer, they had the, the studio is now has like a, a guy, their community manager doing streams instead of it's a developer. And he, uh, he has, he even now guys, and this actually makes sense is now everyone plays rocket league and rocket league is very R R2 
trigger based. So he's okay. like, I felt I felt really natural playing this game, even though he only started playing more recently because he kind of I guess came on new, recently as a community manager. Uh, but he said okay. R the R two actually felt natural to him, which I can see where that come that comes from. But yeah, that, um, that was one thing I thought was interesting. And he actually he actually went into the uh, the options and tightened up a changed a lot of the sensitivities, so that may help as well, um, Ooh, making it feel better. Sure. So it seems like a decently robust uh, options menu for Sweet. for settings. So. Yeah, I didn't have enough time to dig that deep into it, so I think I just need to play around a little bit more, and and we'll see. So, yeah. and, uh, but no, I mean, I I have fairly positive first impressions i think my gut feeling is that it's actually going to get better from here and that's what i'm looking for well to. yeah they've already been um i saw one of their main reddit posts which i i uh, had the move list uh which is again it's in a reddit post why isn't it in the game but they also did mention that they're right now it's only 4k 30 frames uh dynamic 4k they're actually working on getting the 60 frames and soon i guess they're having some issues with 60, 60 fps oh. but Interesting. Um, maybe that's why they didn't have a hard date until last week, which is why yeah. I, it was originally in our doc as um, date, but we didn't, we didn't record as early as we hoped. So, but yeah, yeah so they're working. Huh. They're, they're already working on some stuff for the game, and they're pretty at least being transparent on Reddit about it. So that's good to see. Nice. So, Sweet. and then the other game we got a date on, and we know well. We've known this game was good, coming to Stadia Pro. And we got a date is Krata is coming July 1st and one of the Stadia Pro games. And that was the big, the big one we were waiting for. Yeah. So this is the one that we keep jokingly referring to as Fortnite Minecraft. Um, slash it, dreams. Yeah, slash dreams. Um, this one looks pretty awesome. The premium edition is going to be free to Stadia Pro. If not, it'll be uh, $39.99 in USD. Um, and then you can upgrade from the premium edition for twenty four ninety nine, um, and the then full the deluxe. full deluxe is sixty, yeah, fifty nine ninety nine. So what do they say? Um, yeah, okay, and they say here on top of the premium edition content, the deluxe comes with exclusive cosmetics, permanent XP boost, and a pack of one thousand Krata credits. Which who knows what I can that only means. Assume is their in-game currency to buy things like skins. I'm assuming. Um, wow, it comes with some, there's some other stuff too that are cosmetic. It's had to yeah. list the cosmetics, but who cares? Like a list those. Yeah, I mean, you get a couple outfits, a jellyfish drone, whatever that means, and then it looks like a few different emotes. So, um, it definitely is giving me season vibes from all the battle royale games, in terms of just like skins and emotes and all that. Um, that gives me very much a Fortnite vibe as my eight-year-old is a diehard Fortnite player and loves to unlock the battle pass and do all the things and get all the skins. Um, so when I read through that list, that's definitely kind of the feel I get. Uh, but, which, is, which is interesting from a creative game. Like, that. I mean, again, this, and it's not even a, I thought, I thought going in, I know it's going to be a, a free pro game and most of the people on Stadia that are actively, active users are pro members, I would, I'm assuming. Yeah. There's probably a good they look at the percentage of active users is probably more pro members than not yeah i would agree so i guess they're trying to monetize somewhere grant on top of the the google money they're probably getting for being on pro but i'm just surprised that this seems like they're going more heavily into cosmetics and it seems for 20 extra dollars it doesn't seem like that or yeah, 25 extra dollars the upgrade i mean the permanent i mean whatever that if the the plate uh 
the creative credits are just for cosmetics like fine yeah it reminds me a lot of fortnite you're not wrong like but like Fortnite's a free game that you're paying for cosmetics right. so it's like you're paying for the game but then you're also paying for cosmetics it just that never feels i mean if, if it's better than not better than being pay to win stuff but obviously it's a creative game so you're not paying to win so it just right. it all just feels kind of weird so i will say this it makes me wonder like the free um well not free but if you upgrade and you just get some early cosmetics i'm hoping that the rest of the game is as you do things and as you create stuff you'll unlock the currency naturally and then that mm. currency will go to buy more cosmetics down the line so I'm hoping this is no different than like an early pre-order bonus, if you will. And they're just giving you like a few extra things as a thank you. Yeah. Um, like, it's th- going to feel more scummy if the game comes out and you can just constantly be buying cosmetics. That won't feel good. Yeah. Like, here's my example. Like my, my friend, uh, he was buying a PlayStation 4 during COVID because he didn't, he hasn't played games in like 10 plus or probably longer than 10 years and wanted to get a console. He asked me, should I get the last of us edi- or the, the, last of us edition or the fortnite edition i'm like no you should definitely the last of us edition the fortnite edition is just cosmetics There's, you get no other bonus it's just cause like oh, currency yeah. for the game is not worth it and then he ended up realizing that there was the horizon god of like the horizon god of war last of us edition bundle and bought that but he found that one so no oh, and if, but like it it's not kind of like that it's like oh it's a really a a free game but you can buy these cosmetics this right. cosmetic pack is like starter yeah. is starter pack like the, a lot of those, right. those free free games do starter pack yeah so yeah, yeah. it's weird we'll see. it's just weird i'm more interested to see how the ecosystem works knowing that there's things like crate dollars Same. that's going to tell me a lot more about how i think i feel about the business practice um once i can kind of see how that all works and like what does it mean to unlock that and yeah yeah, do so. you get the currency by people playing your creations or co- uh, collaborating with other people to right. make you get points? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting. So, and that's uh, a week from tomorrow. Yeah, just, I believe is the first. July right? is freaking coming up. Knocking so on fast. the door. Oh God, June went by. No, no one's business. Um, yeah, I'm excited to try that game out. Honestly, it, uh, at least just jump in and try some of the games that people that already made for the game because they've had some creators come in and make some stuff already so yeah looks interesting um I, I mean i'm excited to see how that how again like you said how that ecosystem and everything develops and the, just the ecosystem of the the game making works out too because it, right. it does have all those new stadia features in beta the the share uh share play uh share play I, that that was that's the the PlayStation one, um, where they're they're a share share state uh, thing that they're doing the Stadia. I forget the buzzword for it, but that I'm excited to see where where that goes. Yeah, um, it'd be good. And then the other game that was announced uh, with a release date was also today. Yeah. Um, and that's the Metro uh, Collection, Metro 2033 Redux. And Metro Last Light. Um, each are going for the article uh, on Stadia Source says they're going for 16 pounds. It doesn't actually list a USD price. I want to say it's 20 USD. I, I think I saw it. Yeah, they got, the, I would say the Stadia Source guys, a lot of, uh, even the, in the speaking of Stadia guys, are all uh, UK, British uh, uh, area people. So they're definitely going to prefer the pounds over the USD. But yeah, I want to say it's $20 USD. Okay. So. 
Um, and that definitely sounds about right based yeah. off what I was seeing in terms of uh, the Krata editions as well. Um, and like parody, so, yeah. I wonder if this is parody with the other consoles too, because these games are already out on other consoles. So I'm, right. I'm hoping it's parody with those. Oh, it's hard to tell sometimes, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, um, people make a big deal of that, and I really, uh, it, it's there's uh, there's more parody than the media put out in the beginning because games like Darksiders came out were ten dollars cheaper uh, on Steam, but all consoles, PS4 and Xbox, were also forty dollars when Steam had it for thirty. So right. it's just it's just it how the developers the handling beast. Stadia as opposed to yep. how they see Steam. Um, I did just confirm on Stadia store just to make sure we had our sources right. It is twenty dollars okay, for good. each of these games. Good. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Are you excited to jump into these older Metro games, or will you beat the one that you're currently playing and yeah. have no desire to go back in the time? No, I mean, if I like the the if I like Exodus, I may go back. And it does. You are the same character going forward. Even this descriptions here, they talk about Antom, um, Antiom, so Antiom, and. It definitely has like it's odd because like I don't I haven't played the first two games and you 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 uh, go back to your you guys you get like really badly hurt and then get rescued by your your team and you almost die they're like all these guys are like high fiving you and handshaking you I'm like I have no idea who these people are these people are probably important characters to my main character I have no idea who you are so it was like it was kind of those that thing like oh I guess going back I really put the pieces together on who those people were and why they're important. Yeah, we'll see. I may even go back and play them in proper order because I haven't started. Um, I've I've heard the series is awesome. So, one. so yeah, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. So maybe I'll go back and actually check them out in order, and maybe find my own modern day resistance. Oh, that'd be. I miss that series so much. Me too. It brings me. What it brings game. me much. So many tears. My. Uh, the series isn't around still. Um, I'm hoping with PS5 you get some more uh, resistance resurgence, especially with them oh, buying Insomniac too. Can you? They yeah. I mean, make it happen. Yeah, please. Yeah. It's the best. Personally, my my favorite. Actually, honestly, my favorite series of Sony's first parties. But wow. I also I also have a Resistance Three poster Burr. over here. So it's um, a great series. I love those games. But you know what? Will dry those tears away. Um, a bunch of free games coming to pro in July. Four more, um, well, four games including Krata. So four more games, and no word of anyone, any of them leaving. I don't think either. No, which is awesome. Um, no, um, so, sorry, sorry. Uh, actually, ESO is leaving in July 16th, so it's only only available for the one month. For dang, so. I'm gonna jump on the store while we're recording oh, and claim that it? bad boy. What? I don't think so. So you still, you still got time, but still, yeah, get it before. But you just can't. You can't mess with it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I am excited to play some of these. Uh, first up, obviously, Krata, as you said. Uh, next up, Steam World Dig. So after I beat the second one, I can go back and see how the story and how it all began. So we officially uh, have all four Steam World games that were available on Stadia. Because we had, I, yeah. think, I think there's a four, the only the four. Because we had, yeah, Dig, well, Dig 2 is already uh, available. Uh, Quest, which I played and beat, and then Heist. So this is the fourth one. So Yeah, and then um, the last two games are West of Loathing, which looks like just a ridiculous stick figure game. Uh, looks fun. I've heard, I've heard, honestly, actually really good things about the game that it's very funny. It's very, like, it's very humor heavy. And apparently it's a humor, like a, 
comedy RPGs, I probably sim like. I'm not sure if it's comparable at all to how Stick of Truth plays, but or uh, the oh, South okay. Park games, I guess in general. But um, this I, I don't, I don't know, but it is funny though. That's what I've heard. It's very, Fair. It leans into the comedy, similar to I guess like something like uh, Undertale, like really leans heavy into the comedy. So okay, um, honestly, Dig Two is also hilarious. By the way, some of the dialogue in that game is so genuinely funny. Uh, mm. It's it's really impressive. It's fun. Uh, I, during uh, Quest, I was laughing at parts all the time. Like it was really, really clever. Uh, yeah, it's very writing. witty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, one that you're very excited about is uh, Monster Boy. And for for uh, no affinity for this, yeah, for no affinity with that series, just because I think the game looks beautiful from what I've seen, and it looks looks like something I'm really feeling right now, like this two D platformer with like just multiple different characters to play as the art looks stunning like for a 2d game like it just it's right what i'm feeling right now honestly so nice i'm i'm just what i saw i'm like okay i'm i'm in on this game when it comes out and then we're getting it for free on stadia pro so I'm like that's thank perfect. you that is my ten dollars is really going to something that i want to play i want it was going to pay money for anyway so good to yeah, I mean, I always love myself a good 2D platformer. Um, it is absolutely quirky and great for an art style. Uh, I remember when it was on Switch, seeing the lion a lot and always wondering what it was, but never giving it that much attention. But now that it's coming to Stadia, and like you said, Stadia Pro specifically, no reason to not jump in and give this thing a shot. Yeah. Uh, see how it is. All the environments are super cool. The underwater level, some of the swinging that you can do in other levels. like It, it looks like a really good time. Um, so I'm excited to to dig into that one as yeah, well. And all that, like, of these will be available July 1st, correct? Uh, yes, I believe. I mean, they're for, yeah, pretty sure July 1st. I mean, that's what most of the games are available right away. They didn't, say, yeah. Uh, so it just says this July. So yeah, I'm assuming it's all July 1st. Sweet. Yeah, say otherwise. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm excited about where they're headed with Stadia Pro. I know ESO is leaving, and they were trying to just give us it free for a, just a quick second, and then you have to pay for it. Uh, but we're continuing down the trend of not only having two games uh, per month. They constantly are giving yeah. us more and, and sprinkling in more, and I think that's huge. It's a big value add. And I'm, I'm wondering if it's just that, hey, they had such a rough launch, they're trying to get more people in, which is probably the answer, or if it's just they they decided to add more, I mean, yeah, add more value, make it more, because they always said like uh, two games, and the first few months were two games, two games, two games, and also we got... The month we got SteamWorld, it was like four games. Like, oh, we're getting all these SteamWorld games. It's incredible. And it's yeah. been more and more every, ever since then. It's, it's crazy how much they've been giving away. There was something else I wanted to look up. Oh, well. Uh, I think is the smart move. And it, you're rewarding us who have been here uh, since the beginning and continue to be pro. So I appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, I mean, at this point, it's to the point where it's like, calm down a little bit, Google. Like, there's so many games to play. I don't have the time to play them. Like, <laughs> I want to try all these games, but like, I can only dip like an hour into these games and really don't have the time to settle on one. Right. It's actually becoming almost frustrating. <laughs> like, to the point where I was like, I'm like looking at the list, I'm like, I don't know what to play right now. I just don't know what to play. Oh, yeah. I always have too much. And that's, I'm kind of curious. Good if, problem to have. It, uh, just the, like, I only had Game Pass for the first three months. And I didn't really play that much because it was on my laptop. But like, I wonder if people have the same problem with the game, like Game Pass or in those games. Like, 
I also on the top of that, even Netflix, I'm like, what do I even like? Where do I even start to look? There's just too much content. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. too much. It's, like, it's overwhelming. Don't know where to start. It's like, what's oh, like my time is only so valuable, and there's so many options. Like, I don't want to jump into a game and waste my time as well. So it's odd. Um, there's one other thing that I forgot to add it to the doc. Um, is where they added some more Stadia deals. Uh, nice. Stadia Pro deals. Uh, football managers on sale for twenty five dollars. Uh, Metro Exodus is 16, so if you're doing it ready, get it with Pro if you weren't a Pro member. If you joined, I think that was in January, and if you joined with the two months free or the month month free now, you can get that game for for 16 dollars. The Gold Edition is 26, and they have like some the DLC is also on sale for for 14.39, which is a number, and some other deal. One of the other deals is like five bucks. So yeah, they added those, and there's those are also available for if you're not a, a Pro member. Um, but not as big of a discount. So nice. And the lot one of the things was uh, there is uh, Borderlands Three Bounty of Blood is coming. Uh, it's a new uh, DLC for so the season pass owners for that will get that. Yeah, Borderlands well. Three at half off is tempting me. Um, I've actually never been a huge Borderlands person, but that doesn't mean I won't try it again. Same. Uh, I pl- well, I played the first one and liked it enough. Two, I tried playing uh, during the project, the XCloud beta, and I just couldn't. Like, this feels slow. It just doesn't feel. I, I just wasn't feeling it, and just never picked it up. Everyone says three is such a good game. Three is such a good game, and like, I just wasn't feeling it about Dark Darksiders instead. So, hmm. fair. Well, if they keep coming down on price, that might be one that I consider. So, we'll yeah. see. Um. But we, you know, with all these games to play, we need something to pass the time because they announced yet again Cyberpunk has been pushed back uh, on all consoles. This does not confirm, unfortunately, whether or not Stadia will be day and date. I hope it does. How cool would that be? Yeah, I, th- I feel like I've, I've seen, I saw what I think it was a Stadia, Gem Stadia, who's a YouTuber out of Austra- I believe Australia. He posted on Twitter some German website that had like an article from CD Projekt Red that said it wasn't still was coming out this year but not day and date which still if anything this is better news because now at least we have a like a more narrow time frame on when it comes to stadia because now it's coming out november 19th for oh. all, pla- all the other platforms so november yeah. between november and december that's a month and a half not even a month and a half so like it's still they still so i still hope we can maybe get surprised in this day and date uh, maybe they they're That'd just holding off now because they don't want to commit and then at the connect they're going to say it but uh yeah it's i mean it's still a good win- at least we have a bit still of the window this year and yeah i mean i'll take not having to avoid spoilers for two to three weeks over having to avoid spoilers from september to who knows when well yeah it's so weird though because uh, a bunch of like creators and whatnot and uh, people in the in- media in the industry already got to play they're playing the game right now like, they're playing the right. game like right now and i don't get it yeah. I don't get, Why did like, you push this back? Because they're trying these bugs and and other stuff that that's the issue. And I'm like, I like that's fine. I guess a big world, but you're getting people in there already playing the game. I guess to say, oh yeah, it has bugs, but it's still really good. Maybe I, I don't know. I haven't seen I much out about it yet. I don't think they're allowed to talk until the uh, Cyberpunk Night uh, Nighthawk City or whatever. Uh, is it Night City Watch or something like that? Or they're doing some sort of event, I think, uh, yeah. tomorrow, I think. Oh, actually, yeah. Uh, I think you're right. It? Tomorrow. There's another event going on tomorrow. I think there's some 
Square Enix has something going on. I think I saw something. I wasn't really on like the social medias today because I was really busy with work. So I, I wasn't really following when the stuff was coming out today. I, I saw some stuff, though. Uh, so, Night, yeah, fingers Night, crossed. Night City Wire, I want to say. Night City Wire. Um, June 25th. So, no, sorry. It's uh, oh, Thursday. Two days. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, Night City Wire event on the 25th. Cool. And well, you keep talking. Um, say about yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm holding out hope that maybe that means that we'll get it closer to day and date. Uh, good point on that. It's Stadia's one year anniversary, so that would just be a nice little yeah. cherry on top. Um, if, that's what I'm, I think a lot of us, the Stadia people, are so hopeful for because of that. Um, but either way, hopefully, we'll find out um, July 14th, which is going to be Stadia's next connect. Uh, which interestingly enough is actually just two days after the Ubisoft Connect, as me and you have been speculating every week um, on whether or not Uplay Plus is coming. What is that partnership going to grow and look like? Uh, and needless to say, signs are pointing towards we're definitely going to hear some information from either one of those two events. Um, not really a whole lot is known yet about the Stadia Connect, other than that it's on July 14th. Uh, the event scheduled to take place at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, so it's again part of this summer game fest. Um, I think it's really interesting how much they've announced before this connect. Uh, we've talked about Krata. It's out. It's free. Whatever. Like they've been doing these reveals and releases and talking about release dates. That leads me to believe they have something bigger planned that is actually going to surprise people. Uh, and I'm hoping this doesn't fall. I don't want to say flat about their last connect, but I, I hope they're bringing something to the table that's ready to shock. Oh, people. they have to. They absolutely have to. Um, it's getting. Well, we have more news to talk about later, where it's going to be. Hey, this is a. Uh, maybe there's might be some good more competition coming sooner than we think so uh they can have more parity with what stadia can do actually so yeah we'll get to that a little bit later but it's i i think with the i'm not sure how they probably saw the influx that they were hoping with two free months um they said the downloads for the google play store hit a million so i'm not sure that's the number they want to be at i mean and I mean, even the Wii U, and over it's like three years of being alive, sold like 13 million copies. So it's like... Well, and they haven't been shy. that They've been very open and admitted that it's been a bumpy launch. So I think they're realizing, and like you said, we do have something to talk about a little bit later in terms of competition and functionality. Uh, so I think they understand that it's time to put the pedal down and really get people excited and what's going to move some needles. And uh, I'm excited to hear what they have to say. And I, I think a big win, even though it wouldn't be that day, I do think a cyberpunk day and day uh, announcement would go a ways for people. So hopefully that's a part of it. And that Ubisoft is uh, a bigger deal than even what me and you have speculated on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, the proximity to the stadium, uh, that's right. The Ubisoft forward or yeah, I think I wrote in here Ubisoft connect and that's, that's incorrect. It's the Ubisoft forward. Uh, is the the twelfth? So it's like, wh- are they going to announce a bunch of these games around Stadia available to like play? Like they're a big catalog of games, and then also at the Stadia kind of are going to say, you play plus, or are they going to have you play plus at the you play event? Because I on Stadia, because uh, and we'll, this is, again, we'll I think our next or one of the other coming event things we'll we'll talk about this a similar thing as well. 
it they need to have a big presence at the you play event because that's where more honestly no like no offense to the google more eyes are going to be looking at the ubisoft event than the stadia yeah 100 and no, if totally you agree. say you play plus is coming to stadia exclusively um besides outside of pc uh with all and then have granted the, the catalog is say 200 games i want to say it's about say we got 100 of them working on stadia right at, like right off the bat and you can play all the Splinter Cell games on with you play plus on Stadia, wherever you are. That would be a big win. And that needs to be at the state at the U play event, not Stadia's event. Stadia can mention it and talk about it, obviously, because then their audience will be there as well. But that needs to be mentioned at the U play event. Agreed. And if it's not, it's gonna be very upsetting. Cause I, I, the fact that they don't have that yet, and that's because that's what's gonna give them more parity competition with Xbox when Nextcloud does go live. Agreed. So yeah, you gotta have that library ready to go. So um and, and I, I think want... it's a fair point to say that Ubisoft is gonna have more eyes on it. So why not try to reach your widest audience? Not to mention the Stadia Connect is going to be for people who are already into Stadia. Not exactly. many people are watching this that have not already bought into it. Um and most who do that I haven't bought in and still watch these connects usually walk away going, you didn't convince me. Um, that's usually the sentiment we hear and we hear it echoed all the time in the groups that me and you are in and follow. Um, but if you do something at Ubisoft and you're kind of surprising them with the stadia news, now you're speaking to a wider audience of either unbelievers or people who just haven't followed it that closely. And so I do think that is the smart way to do it. You know, I'm, I'm taking over this doc uh, a little bit. I'm going to talk about something else. Cause this, I think it's actually relevant now is the reason I'm probably part partly bringing this up is, uh, EA had their event this past week on I think last Thursday. Yeah, it's and it's bad. And the big news I was waiting for, we got oh, Apex Legends is coming in as crossplay with all the consoles and coming into Steam, Steam in fall, but not Stadia mm-hmm. in fall. And it came out that Washington Post posted after the the event that it was coming to Stadia, right. And then a bunch of people that I think I know like talk Stadia Talk and Stadia Source and all these guys are reaching out to the the author and saying, "Hey, you mentioned Stadia. Why is this there? They didn't say this in the event." Like, oh, in the pre-briefing, EA said that it was coming to Stadia. They mentioned Stadia, and then it wasn't in the event. Right. So it's like, wait, 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 wait. That seems like a weird slip up. Like that. That just seems too like for only one. And also, granted, only one outlet, but the fact that they heard someone say it, say Stadia. Yeah, right. And then there's a bunch of other stuff afterwards where uh, this industry, this uh, industry, gameindustry.biz article where uh, people, uh, executives from EA mentions wanting to go cross-platform. I'll read the exact quote. We want players to be able to play our games where we want, uh, where they want to, which is why we're bringing more games to more platforms, including Stadia, which is the first game in the list. Stadia, Steam, Switch, and Epic Game Store. And in this last event, we got Steam. We didn't get much Switch that I already saw. And we got Crossplay. But we didn't get yeah. any of those other platforms. And Stadia was mentioned in this. So it's like people are talking, are speculating that they're holding this for the Stadia, Stadia Connect, Connect, which makes no Which makes phrase, perfect sense. No, which makes perfect sense, but also no sense. Sure. Yeah, I guess it more makes sense to me, like the idea of like them trying to dodge it and weave it. And, you know, maybe what they think in this sense is 
I don't know. And I understand like we obviously just came from like, hey, get it out to your bigger audience. Talk about Stadia to people like EA. Um, maybe this is one of those weird ones that Stadia was like, no, no, let us have this, please. At our event, we want to come out and say, yes, we yeah, did get Apex. I, yeah, I get it from that end. But at the same time, Stadia just needs more people to know that Stadia exists. Yes, like, I agree. Yeah, And it's, I guess it's two in the hand and one in the other. So it's, 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 um, it's complicated, but it just, it doesn't, doesn't make sense from a PR standpoint to not have good news out of anything like that. Great. No yeah. matter what people are going to say, Stadia what, Stadia what, but just, you need people more to know realize Stadia exists and that it's a, a, it's on the same level as these other platforms, uh, at right. least in your eyes. So. Yeah, and and in in EA's eyes, honestly, because we already got bad news. Where even if it's coming in fall, because they said it's coming to Steam in fall or crossplay is coming in fall. I forget which one was first, but I think it's about the same time. But it just doesn't make any sense. And actually, I was talking to my friend yesterday uh, on the phone. He actually called me. We we're talking for a bit, and he was saying how his one friend plays a lot of Apex, and he wants to be able to play with him, but he plays on Xbox. He's like, oh well, I'll be willing to play on PC. He's like, well, um my friend's locked out of his origin account. He can like literally can't get into origin. Like, Oh, well it's coming to steam though. And it's going, it's going to be cross play. It's like, Oh, Oh, that's great. Like I could have told him like, Hey, it's coming to stadia too. So you can play wherever you are. And we're going to, he's right. Great. He just built a big PC. So he's not sure. going to play on, but still it's, it's one of those things. It's like, I'd you, love to confirm yeah. it. Yeah. And get the news out. So I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully that is one of their surprises. Um, it will feel a little off if that's like one of the big surprises after this like kind of leak ish. Yeah. Happened. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I don't know. These are the things that they're trying to do to, to get people bought in. And uh, you know, another thing is our, our next news item is they also dropped the price of uh, the premier edition, which and I'll be honest. And it's just because I'm a day one adopter. I didn't even know you could still go on and buy like a little pack, which obviously makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, they dropped it from one thirty to a hundred dollars uh, for the controller, the big, Chromecast. Honestly. Yeah, you get the controller, the Chromecast Ultra, the charging cord, um, and here is where I think they justify the price cut. You get one month of state. Yeah, the free month that everyone gets now, which I, I think it makes sense to make that that more. Because honestly, I mean, the, the three months. Are, I mean, this is actually still a better deal because it's says two one twenty nine. You're still getting a month free, and yeah. it's you're essentially just moving those three months and actually getting a free month. So the price, I think the like the, the dollar value of three months is thirty dollars. So you right. So you're moving three dollars from it, but you're still getting a free month. So if you're right. a new member, so honestly, even for someone like me who has another TV downstairs that has an old Chromecast, uh, granted it's not a 4K TV, but I'm going to put a 4K TV down there. TV I'm going to get is probably not going to have Chromecast built into it anywho. No. So I might just, next time I buy a controller, when I buy a second controller for Stadia, I'm just going to buy that. I want Which the white one too. bucks already. So no, like, no, why no, not? No, 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 it's $70. Oh, well then yeah, why not spend the extra 30 bucks and get the Chromecast Ultra yeah. and yeah. So not to mention, I would happily give away my one month free to somebody else just to get them to try it. I know anybody can sign up for the free. Yeah, well, thinking this, I don't, I don't really mean say it comes with a free subscription. I think it's just anyone can free, so it's like an implied value, if you will. That's sure. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I mean, maybe it's part of it is the uh, you know new systems are coming out and they're just trying to make sure that they're at a good price point. But yeah, it's it's not bad. 
So that's, that was great. Uh, I also wanted to mention, uh, before we get too far in, uh, I know Avengers is doing an uh, unveiling, um, uh, a showcase tomorrow, uh, the 24th. So this may be already posted. Who knows if this will be posted by then, but yeah, we're going to, so that, that's just another thing to, to note. Um, they've did a big blast about, know about, um, Xbox and PS5 and all those, the, the new platforms, but. I remember seeing someone say something. They they mentioned something about Stadia. I couldn't find any articles blatantly about Stadia, um, but we know it is going to be on Stadia. And, well, um, yeah, okay, okay. Square Enix said it will provide details on PC, Stadia, Xbox Series X features after at a later date. Uh, this is an article from Polygon. The last quote in the article. So, um, hmm. this um, this may be also be a refer- reference to uh, performance, but. It says PC, so PC is whatever the PC is. So, I mean, I, I don't, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's day and date that game. So that's hopefully this game nice. comes out and looks way better than the last showing. Because I I still liked it. A lot of people were really down on it though. So I'm hoping they come and impress. And that's just another big. Uh, if it's day and date, it looks really good. I mean, and Stadia, yeah. you don't need it. And it's already going to look like an Xbox Series X because uh, right. it's or a PlayStation Five. But you can play it three months early now before or well September, October, November. Yeah, two two, three months early. Um that that would be awesome. That'd be a big get for for Stadia, honestly. Yeah. If, yeah. It looks, if it's already like next gen graphics enhanced, but on Stadia day and date. So that'd be huge. Cool. Are we gonna run around as superheroes in that game if it's good? Um I I, I wonder I wonder what the game is. Like they they've said it's a a cooperative open world ish. You can go do missions elsewhere, but like the, what they showed didn't show that. It showed like a single player, like yeah, it looked the, like a single player, very yeah, linear, linear narrative like, driven. So what is this game? They need to, they need to explain tomorrow what this game even is because I don't yeah, think anyone knows what it is. We know how yeah. the gameplay looks to a degree, but what's the actual minute to minute gameplay going to look like? Is it going to be more open world? Is it going to be a Destiny like? Is it going to be a single player game where you go to different missions and it's a linear game after that? I need to yeah, know. We more. all. We're all hoping for Avengers and Destiny World and praying against Destiny and Anthem. Oh, or Avengers is Anthem, I mean. I have a storm rolling in right now, so hopefully this doesn't pick up too much on the mic. <laughs> oh, I thought you were making an Anthem joke because no. I kept talking about it because there's oh, a storm no, no. caller class. <laughs> I actually wasn't paying attention because I, cl- I was literally closing my windows next to me. I'm like, ooh, I hear rumbles. I know oh, it's yeah. tonight. I wasn't sure how it went, though. Oh, well. Um... Anyways, you missed me ripping on Anthem. It's fine. You didn't. Really yeah, it's okay. I mean, that's that. that's a that's a low hanging fruit. Yeah. Um, which we didn't see at the EA event, which is honestly kind of surprising. But and they said they're still working on the game, but I was expecting like some sort of, hey, by the way, this game still exists. We have content coming out on this next plan for next year. Look for like <laughs> two years after launch. Hopefully, it's not dead by then. Yeah. Oh, it's dead. I mean, yeah. Yeah. People, people are joking about Stadia being dead. Look at Anthem. Um, yeah, no joke. So we actually got some cool stuff at W... What is, uh, I'm blanking on the name. WGDC. Of, is it WGC? Uh, the, the, yeah, the, the freaking World... Yeah, World... Is it WWC, the World, World Wireless Conference? Uh, yeah, WWDC. W, yeah. So yeah, we, we got a bunch of Apple updates. A lot of Apple stuff. and But the one thing that applies to us that we actually care about is <laughs> Apple TV. I think it's actually um, iOS actually gets 4K um, 
I think it's yeah, is um the update these articles. I swear I saw someone on Reddit, someone talking about where's it uh, the Verge. This is from. I know at the very least the well. This article is for Apple TVs, uh, 4K for YouTube, finally with the TV OS 14 update, and that's a big thing with Stadia. Is they they getting the 4K and everyone yeah. was claiming it on different video encoders. And apparently, from what I heard on the on the Reddit, so I'm not gonna. Um, this is again hearsay from Reddit that they are supporting VP9 now, which is the main encoder for Stadia. So they um. Uh, there's in the article they say from The Verge. Uh, The Verge has reached out to YouTube and Apple for more details that led to this change. The text on Apple's website doesn't specify that this applies to the latest YouTube videos. So it could be a change in the on YouTube side. The company might be now utilizing the AV1 codec as it's, as it has uh, started doing for Android TV. There, there's no information on this yet. No, AV1 is a, the the uh, next codec, or like the bigger one that also does um, 4K. Uh, but I know VP9 is when Stadia obviously supports. I think Stadia is going to support AV1 at some point. Um, again, this is me picking up information from. Oh no, I did post the other article about this. Okay. Okay, go, go, go. I did. Yeah, VP9. Uh, this is from uh, Squid04, user on uh, <laughs> on Reddit. <laughs> VP9 on iOS, now with uh, official support of uh, 4K 60 frames per second on YouTube. Both tvOS and iOS support VP9 now. Mac OS still unknown. I'm not sure they so they don't support, they don't have any like, article posting this, but they're, they're showing it in the phone. The app actually going to 4K 60 uh, 60 HDR as a thing that's available. So that was that's pretty big. Oh, and they pull up some sort of thing where they can see the the encoder, and it looks like it's uh, yeah, just say VP9 as the video encoder. So the codec used. Um, so I'm not sure how what he used to show that if that's a dev tool thing, but. Yeah, that was that's so that's big. I mean, that's big for yeah, Stadia on iOS, and I think I, I think it's almost certainly confirmed we're getting that at the Stadia Connect. Uh, I was oh yeah, that, I was fast, I was huh? gonna uh, uh, predict that already. I like it's dumb if they don't have it already. It's been eight months, nine months, or yeah, it'll be eight months by then almost. So they if they don't have it already in eight months, that's a problem. And that's a big ask. Yeah. Anytime anytime I post on the kind of funny group about Stadia, it's does this support iOS yet? Then I don't care. Yeah. So yeah, those people gonna shut up finally. Right. At least we'll have to remove one excuse, and they can find a new one. Um. Yeah. I mean, it, it is inevitable, right? Like you can't not have it out there. Um, on a device that a ton of people use. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. For sure. I, I think iOS is huge in, in July so. is a. I will high five you through this Zoom call if they announce it at the Connect. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, if they don't, then I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'll leave it at that. Uh, you're not. I mean, you're like me. You're a, you're a Android through and through Google. I am. Yeah. So, I know, I know some people still use. Doesn't affect me. Yeah, so it doesn't affect us. But uh, I know everyone else is asking for uh, Android TV support for Stadia. Um, I know there's like some forked ways you can do it get to work i know especially the shield tvs a lot which is based on android tv um there's forked versions for that at least but 
to get native support would be huge. I know like, just like on my phone, I could use the Chromium APK, but I'd rather just be able to use the actual Stadia app and get the right. full screen and whatnot. So let's yeah. hope um, they add to that. And then speaking of continuously expanding the platform, not just on devices, uh, but also people who are using the platform, um, there are hints of Capcom coming to Stadia. In a recent job listing by Capcom for a digital marketing manager, uh, they've started hinting at Stadia in Capcom's future. Uh, The quote in the listing just says, uh, this is for in-house performance media campaigns. Manage all aspects of the day-to-day activation. Include campaign creation, optimization, and budget monitoring. Work closely with our digital sales team in creating digital ad campaigns for PlayStation, Xbox, and Steam promotions, as well as upcoming platforms such as Stadia. See, the fact that they it's kind of backhanded, so honestly. It's kind of right. backhanded. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Such um, upcoming platforms. They- did at least say it directly. I mean, they yeah. used the name. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, yeah, this is from Stadia Source, just the car references. Um, but yeah, it's that's one of the big names that was on that big screen when they, in back in March of 2019, saying, oh, we have all these studios backing us. And EA was the other one. We finally got some news on EA, but it's still not student enough, uh, if you ask me. And then now we're still waiting on Capcom. And let's see. I'm hopeful. Yeah. So. I mean, that'd be awesome. I, any more, give me more devs, more studios, more publishers. Get them all on Stadia. Even if it's I, just Mega Man collections, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, and then this brings us to, we talked a little bit about the Connect coming up in July. Will they announce um, Apex Legends? Are they going to announce uh, iOS? A lot of that stuff is up in the air, but this last piece of news is not only huge, uh, but it ties directly into one thing that me and you have been saying they will announce for sure, even though we obviously have no confirmation on that. We believe that they are going to bring out and come out swinging on YouTube streaming. That through Stadia, you're going to be able to one-click press and stream all your gaming right onto YouTube. PewDiePie is coming. You're going to get to play games with him. It's going to be awesome. You'll jump in a queue with him and just play freaking awesome. Krata or play, or, play Waybreak uh, with him. Waybreak, and- yep. Tear it up. Uh, and I think this next piece of news actually confirms that. These companies are not dumb. They do pay attention to each other. Uh, and Microsoft has officially killed Mixer. Um, it's decided to partner with Facebook gaming. And this was massive news yesterday. Yes. This was, this was industry shaking because news. now we're going from four to three. Um, uh, essentially if you even include you, uh, I mean, Facebook gaming, I've never heard anyone really talk about it in the U S but, um, uh, I, it's probably popular elsewhere in the world. Um, people still clearly use it. So, but it's, Mixer was, was really the one that wasn't going anywhere. And uh, clearly, Xbox wanted to do this through integration, similar to what Stadia is doing with Mixer, but Mixer just wasn't the platform that was going to foster that, like yeah. YouTube can. And this comes on the heels of the Stadia uh, Connect, because this will happen on July 22nd. This is via IGN. Uh, Microsoft has announced that it will be shutting down Mixer, and on July 22nd, it will redirect Mixer sites and apps to Facebook Gaming. The news was announced on Xbox Wire, with Microsoft admitting that, quote, it became clear that the time needed to grow our own live streaming community to scale was out of measure with the vision and experiences we want to deliver to gamers now. Um. They are, they're trying to 
everybody has seen Twitch. Everybody knows that this is a major piece of gaming at this point. Um, Because if you're not playing games, you can be watching games. And it has become such a massive business and industry uh, that I think it's really interesting to see Microsoft admit that when they were trying to play the game and compete with Twitch, it wasn't working. So why not grab a big, huge partner like Facebook? Um, And that is a big audience grab. I mean, it's huge. So to try to see that partnership and each get to grow their own platform, right? Microsoft will hopefully get more streamers um, connected to that. Facebook will hopefully grow their Facebook gaming audience. Um, it, it speaks to me that they think something else big is coming, and I really think that's Stadia and YouTube. I think YouTube it's is really raining outside, so sorry if you can hear that or hear the storm, the the rumbles of the storm as well. Um, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, just so yeah. You know. it just it's I'm like it's just like just coming coming down in buckets. So, um, just started. So, have you have you interfaced with YouTube gaming at all? No, not at all. Oh, not YouTube gaming. Uh, face, sorry, Facebook gaming. Facebook gaming. I have seen streamers um, in my newsfeed pop up, which I think is a really interesting marketing standpoint. Um, as somebody does digital marketing, to just be scrolling and then just see a promoted Facebook gaming, here's a streamer, do you want to yeah. watch it? And I've, you could just get lost. I mean, if that is something you're very into, I don't watch a ton of streaming personally. But if you're just scrolling and you're like, oh, what's this? And you click on it, and now you're into Ninja playing something. Like, yeah. it's it's gonna be big. Well, I was gonna say the the one. Well, to this, um, Microsoft had Ninja and uh, Shroud, the two big, yeah, uh, streamers. And and with this, there's they're not free agents, so right. we don't know where they're gonna sign. Uh, if you, imagine YouTube Gaming gets one of those two, and that'd be huge as well to they go to PewDiePie. Money. So yeah, I, I and uh, people have rumored uh, rumored that. Um, well, I know, oh, I know at the very least, uh, Ninja did not like how Twitch handled his account after he left where they were streaming. They were spotlighting other streamers, like having him host other streams. Or I mean, yeah. like they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I have a feeling he's. Uh, I have a feeling, and a few, a few, a few other people I was listening to online said that yeah, they don't think he's going to go back to Twitch. So I mean, he could go to Facebook Gaming. He could go back to go to YouTube and if you get that Google money. So, or even even if he doesn't get the Google money, he still would get a a good fan base there because he probably already has video like he already has fans there because people repost his YouTube videos his videos there on YouTube anyway. Okay, I know I know a lot of people do like you know, like Doctor Disrespect is on uh, Twitch exclusively at least now, but for a while when he wasn't exclusive, he was getting a lot of his stuff posted on YouTube. Like yeah. after after the fact, so I gotta say, what if July fourteenth? Like Apex, and one more thing, we're bringing Fortnite. It's also crossplay. Play with Ninja right now on YouTube. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. That's a stretch, but <laughs> that'd be a big. That'd be hard to get that the work that feature to work in something like Fortnite, which is a cross-platform. It'd be right tougher. I mean, it's not impossible, but you, I mean, you have. But it means he would need to be on Stadia, and then all his people would need to be using Stadia, but. I guess they can use Stadia because it's all cross progression too for for Fortnite. So right, I'm pretty sure it's cross progression. Yeah. Cross yeah. Oh yeah. So um, it's a free account. It's a free you. game. Although although we I do think that any free game is gonna be behind Pro, but sure. you get a month free for Pro. So hey, use your free Whatever. Use your Let's month go. free of Pro. Play Fortnite for free. Play with, with Ninja with or Ninja on PewDiePie YouTube or whoever. So. Breaking Trout. news, I'm also just realizing that Ninja's actual name is Tyler Blevins. Yep, it's a great name. I didn't know that until this article. My well, son only calls him it's Ninja. Inter- it's interesting. Uh, I said it's a, it's a great name. 
it's a very unique name. I'll say that much. Belevins is a, a unique last name. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, the other big thing from this whole thing that they meant that they mentioned is Microsoft is also stating that Project X Cloud was a huge factor in this decision, and will look into uh, look to debut click to play scenarios within you within Facebook gaming and Instagram communities. Instagram is a unique one because Instagram is very much I don't want you rotating your phone at all. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right like to the point where the stories are all that way if yeah. they won't even let you freaking make your your pictures full screen unless it's a, a individual photo not in an album right um and then they also said well before we get too far one other thing is um we we start um oh, where was it we started pretty from we started pretty far behind in terms of what mixers monthly active users were compared to other some other big players out there i think mixers community was really benefit uh is really going to benefit from the broad audience that facebook has through their properties and the ability to reach gamers in a very seamless way that the social platform facebook has and i will say i i have actually clicked on at least one or two face uh, facebook gaming streamers randomly um the one guy was very much like a typical dude bro playing siege and like okay i don't know anything about siege but this popped up might as well see how this is bored and that's honestly where i think it xbox has a good advantage there actually now because as someone has tried streaming very minimally but you try starting a youtube channel and i have friends that try to stream and the number of times that they said there was zero followers other followers is their bot um during the stream is often it's hard to get followers oh, yeah. they, like i can share my i can blast my hey i'm streaming this game on facebook and twitch and in uh in a twitter and everything and to get people to click on that is a big investment. But if it's just there right. live streaming in there, if the video's playing, you can kind of like, without even clicking the video, see it playing. I'm like, oh, I, I like this guy. I like, he's a friend of mine. I'm going to, I'll watch him for a little bit. And because it just yeah. popped up in your stream. As opposed to, oh, I got to click this article, this click this. I don't, this, don't know what this game looks like. Like, you can kind of get a glimpse of what the game is. And like, oh, I'll watch this. So that's actually huge, honestly. Yeah. That, that specifically, that part is huge. And the fact that it's going to have some sort of xCloud click and play similar to what Stadia is doing is where it gets tricky where I say Stadia needs to have a huge connect and they need to have right. these features more widely available besides just Krata. Yeah. I and totally we talked about like, all these other games have them say that we're ready to push it. We're waiting yeah. for certification. Let's go. So if they don't have um, these, these things ready, it's going to be big. It's going to hurt. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think proof is in the pudding. Um, not that, whatever kevin smith and jason muse have actually done a little bit of dabbling in streaming on facebook gaming okay um they came out with their mall rats mall brawler um, yeah, on switch yeah, their, then they have another the, one coming out too um yeah one or two more games coming out from there and then jason who has really tried to build up his streaming over like the last year um playing more and more games he's on twitch quite a bit but you know he's messed around and gone on to facebook gaming for a while to play some of these games and it's caught my attention every single time. I'm just scrolling along and then I'm seeing, you know, two people that I do tend to follow their careers and I'm watching them play video games. And I sit there for a good three or four minutes and I just kind of watch them to see like how it's going and what they're talking about and how interesting it is. So the accessibility factor is huge. I, ha I have seen some other celebrities on Facebook gaming as well. One of them I see, I don't think I even follow her. I don't know why she keeps popping up. It's Ronda Rousey. 
Oh, she yeah. streams on Facebook she's, all she's on she's yeah, she's all the time. I'm not sure they're just sponsoring her. I'm like, why is she popping up? Like I'm not an MMA fan at all. Like I don't watch right. or wrestling or anything. Like I don't follow that. But she's popping up in my Facebook feed with while she's streaming games. So like yep. there are celebrities using it. And yeah. I'm also know celebrities that do Twitch streams. Like I know uh uh Middleditch, I forget I'm blanking on his first name right now. He's uh, Thomas he's, Thomas Middleditch. I know he's on Twitch a bit. There's a I know Terry Crews is on Twitch as well. Um, yeah, there's a few other ones I know that are on Twitch as well. Twitch, but like Facebook does have some some stream some celebrities on there too. So, so it's safe to say. I just wonder how the, monet- the streaming war has. At the same time, I feel like the monetization for something like Facebook is going to be a little more ri- uh, rigid, I guess, in a way, because because. To to get a fo- a follower or a subscriber on Twitch, I think takes so much more. There's so much more friction to get a, u- a user or follower to follow you on Twitch. Facebook would be so easy. I feel like more people are gonna have more concurrent, higher con- concurrent viewers than Twitch on a regular basis. But I also think that I mean, just similarly, say you had a hundred concurrent viewers on on Twitch. I mean, you have a hundred concurrent viewers on Facebook. I feel like the payout's not gonna be the same. Um. And the other issue, I guess, with where I come from with, granted, I don't trust Amazon either, but a lot of people do not like Facebook. A lot of people do not trust Facebook. Right. Um, I honestly don't really use, I use Facebook to post pictures of my daughter and to go in kind of funny and like yeah. for the groups. I go there for groups. I don't go there to watch videos. I go there to talk to people on, in, in right. forums because for, they're, they're it's the new forum now, essentially. Right. Yeah. So. No, I totally agree. Um, that's mostly what keeps me there is I go on to uh, post pictures of my kid or family or whatever. I get on groups and occasionally I scream about Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, yeah, it's just not really a platform for me. But I mean, it's also like interesting that they're trying to do this and I think try to draw back in a little bit of a younger crowd because it's become a little bit of your, you know, Uncle Ben type place uh, yeah. in terms F- of Facebook? users. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And to the point that now businesses are threatening to boycott it because of how they've dealt with some of the policies that they have in place. Um, have you heard about this? What? Like the no. boycotting for advertising on Facebook? No, like I REI, REI. You'd probably be more in the news other... in the in the know for this than I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of in my wheelhouse. Um, REI was the biggest business to first come out, and now a bunch of other businesses are following where they're going to refuse to run any paid ads through the entire month of July on Facebook. Wow. Um, as a demand for them to change how they're handling privacy um, in terms of how they're handling misinformation. So, it, I mean, this is a good play by Facebook who is have been under scrutiny, not just recently, but really the last couple of years. Uh, so I think it's a grab to try to get your younger crowd back. Same with how they bought Instagram, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's gonna be yeah, really I, I use, interesting to see how this all plays out. Like I said, I use Instagram a lot more than I do Facebook now, just because it's 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 more like a little snapshot of people's lives instead of hearing their non their bullcrap. Right. And that's why yeah. I like about Instagram more. Um, granted, I guess stories of kind of a lot of people to talk more directly about what they're feeling, especially sure. with Black Lives Matter. You see a lot of people posting videos like TikToks and, and stuff like that in there. Yeah. Um, resharing those in there. So you, you, it still does have that, some of those things that Facebook has, but I still feel like I can just scroll through the, the feed and not, and kind of just get a little glimpse of people's lives. And that's kind of why yeah. I, I just want to see, I just want to see what you're doing with your kids. It, it's, it's a little I more see what beer you're drinking. Yeah. I want to see what you did with your Sunday afternoon. And, right. but that's when I say like them saying they're going to have, 
Instagram integration for this. Like, I just don't understand how it's going to work. Like they tried IGTV and that didn't do anything besides make it, you make you have the ability to post a longer straight, long straight video without it being a chopped in your story. Right. Like, I, I don't, I don't know what, it's going to look like because again they don't it's instagram is an app that doesn't make doesn't want you to turn your your phone 90 degrees doesn't want you to go 90 yeah. hashtag uh, tmtm from uh verizon um, yeah it's it's just so i just don't understand how that's going to work like are you going to have a freaking are you going to cut it to a four by four a four by three video and have your phone Gross. um i don't know i don't know and maybe throwing out instagram is just a way of continuously sounding hip. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Get them young chilling. So, I don't know. I when you sent me this article yesterday, I like lost my mind for yeah. I don't know twenty to thirty minutes. I was like, oh my god, like this is really big news. Um, and so I, I don't know. I'm I'm really interested to see how this partnership plays out. I'm interested to see what this means for Twitch. I'm excited to see what this means for this Stadia YouTube announcement. Like. I wonder how I quick know. they're going to be able to integrate. And I'm going to, they've probably been talking about this for more, more than just yesterday. But I wonder how quick it's going to be. Because now, instead of Microsoft being able to just integrate it to their own software, just like, it's just the team's down the street. We can, or down, down the cubicle. We can just talk to the Mixer team here from the uh, xCloud team. Now they got to go between two different companies. They got to make sure on xCloud side it's working. And then on Facebook side it's working. And if it breaks on Facebook right. side, then does Xbox. Like, there's going to be some, I think it's going to be a little bit further out and making you even think that xCloud is further out, personally. Yeah, I'd agree. Just because I feel like this, this shows that it's further out than we think in the actual launch of it, which I think, is that either I'm wrong or they're going to have it at the, at the July event they're going to have for, for X, xCloud or for Xbox, I should say, in general, for Series X and whatever that's going to be. Uh, the yeah. first party showcase, they're going to have something about this. And I wonder what they're going to have besides just, hey, we're Mixer's dead and now YouTube, Facebook gaming. And they'll probably have something about it. But I mean, I, this next month's going to be interesting. We're going to, I mean, June's almost over. We're going to get Adventures and the Nice City Wire. And then it's waiting on Ubisoft, Stadia, and Xbox to show their cards. And, and then, then we're gonna have and then, to talk about over the next few weeks. And then PlayStation in August to explain, uh, give their pricing. So yeah, they're literally just waiting for everybody. Oh, else. absolutely, and they're rightfully so. They should. Yeah, they don't. Have if, they to can, do if they can, like, be like you know what, Xbox, Xbox is putting it at, at six hundred dollars. We're gonna we're 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 gonna price it at five hundred. We're gonna go and make zero dollars on this box and put it for because we do not because we don't we don't care. And and the funny. Yep. Thing, it's, I, I'm ex- I'm very interested. It's, it's exciting, honestly. It's exciting it to is. see I what's love going it. on. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm yeah, I'm a Sony guy. I still want to see X. I mean, I mean, I'm a Stadia guy. I still want to see X Cloud do well because they're only going to push Stadia to do better. Exactly. And that's what I said. Like moves like this are going to push Stadia to either make the, make the features happen sooner and make them better and right. make the deals that they need to make and get the games that they need to get to to uh, push their platform and. I said this yesterday in a discussion with some guys about the iPhone features uh, rolling out with like widgets. And it was funny, like the laundry list of things that they came out with as new updates, like, oh, we're just followed by the sentence, you know, much like Android's blank that's been around for a decade. Literally, I think Um, widgets were on like my first Android phone back in 2010. Yeah. Whatever it was. I had the the LG Ally, I think was like my first uh, smartphone. And 
was the ally i was the well, a slidey keyboard one like a cheaper lg phone and i had widgets but, i had widgets then. yeah like oh yeah it was like it was like android 3.0 like our 4.0 right. or 2.0 or what and so i made the point though like, that if apple really wants to come out and like start innovating again and try to catch up to android on some of these features but really try to make themselves like stand out again instead of just being the oh here's your new iphone update it just makes everybody better. And I'm all about it with consoles or platforms, including Stadia. I like healthy competition that moves the industry forward and makes people try new things. So, uh, you know, the Microsoft and Facebook thing didn't scare me. It excited me. I was like, yeah. oh, this is awesome. What is this going to do? You got to force people's hands. So I think we're going to have tons to talk about in the next coming weeks yeah. um, and seeing how all this plays out. Yeah, so. like I said, where where is where does frighten me is just the the fact that people will be able to is less a bit, fr- less it. barrier of entry to get some of the watcher video. Sure. Um. So I think that's where it scares me. But at the same time, so many people are on YouTube already. Like, and if, oh, yeah. Facebook could advertise those in the side, have a lot like a running video on the side, or or something. It's advertised for their their games in other avenues to get people the eyes on. Facebook gaming. Well, more. and what's this going to look like with YouTube's embed system? Like, how many yeah, people are going to be able to embed their videos? Facebook's so freaking me- well, ugly already as it is. Like, scrolling right. through there, their UI just is such a hodgepodge of nonsense. Yeah. Like, oh, like, this is a video. Oh, this is a Facebook gaming video. But is it then this is another video? And then you have this video I, I could watch. And then there's another video after that has nothing to do with the other video I just watched. Like, right. It just wanted to keep feeding me videos for no reason. Yeah, so I, it'll be interesting how their algorithm is going to work to, to get to, to uh, and again, also, is it going to promote smaller gamers? Is it going to only promote big gamers? Is it going to like, right. how's that all going to work? It pay to play, man. That's exactly how it's going to work. Yeah. Facebook, the almighty dollar to them is all that matters. So yeah. you want to pay big ad dollars. They're going to make sure that everyone sees your video. Oh, I have a page on Facebook for my other, my other gaming uh, YouTube channel. Um, and Literally, I think once a week, I still get, even though I haven't used it, done anything for the account in a while, um, I still get notifications like, hey, boost this post. Oh, hey, boost this post. You'll get, you know, this $5 and you'll get this many viewers and you get nowhere near the amount of viewers no. that they claim that they're going to get. No. I've, I've boosted a few posts on that and I've gotten like nothing from it. So I stopped doing those. Ridiculous. Cool. Well, I think that does it for this week's episode. Like I said, we have a lot to talk about in the future. We have some exciting things that are obviously happening with connects and more information. And, you know, this is things that we'll continue to discuss and as, as they evolve. So uh, for all things Stadia, please come back, subscribe, um, and leave us comments. Talk to us on Twitter at uh, Speak of Stadia. Um, and yep. yeah. And I think we're still we're on uh, Google Podcast and Spotify. Yeah, and I don't know what's going on with uh, iTunes. I, I don't even know how to like do the follow up there. But hopefully, we'll be on iOS sooner than Stadia. Yeah. So we need <laughs> yeah we need to follow up with that. And also, I haven't seen it. I'm, I use I use Pocket Cast personally, and I I oh. checked a few times, haven't seen it there. So that may be just a similar RSS feed to I uh, Apple's. So I, I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, gotta double we'll, check that. We'll but keep it is, pushing it is the new on these two of the the bigger platforms in and Google Podcast and Spotify so yes so come see us it's great um awesome all right well tell your friends tell your friends tell your hide your wife hide your kids speaking of stadia is coming for you
until next week, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll speak again soon. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.